This podcast is not suitable for work. If you're under the age of 18, kindly and with all due respect, get the fuck out. I mean it. Go on. Bye-bye. Mm-mm. See you later. This isn't for you. Nope. Mm-mm. America has a strange relationship with sex. We're obsessed with it, but it terrifies us. We censor it because it's constantly being shoved down our throats. But our dirty little secret is we like things shoved down our throats, especially when we're in bondage or we're wearing leather or being slapped around a little bit. And, oh, God. <clears throat> I'm Sunny Megatron. Join Ken Melvoinberg and I as we explore, dissect, and demystify American sex. Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness, American Sex, with Ken Melvoin Berg and Sonny Megatron. Hi everyone, I'm Ken Melvoin Berg. And I'm Sonny Megatron. And welcome to episode 69 of American Sex Podcast. <laughs> you said 69, dude. No, really. Okay, so... Of course, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that we're juvenile inside of our brain. So anytime someone says 69, we giggle. And a few weeks ago, we're like, hey, our 69th episode is coming up. So I had this bright idea like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to try to do something special. Uh, we're sex podcast. It's 69. So my original concept would be to do an ode to 69 episode but it was only after i started talking to listeners on twitter and on our american sex podcast subreddit that i realized ode was a really strong word y'all have some feelings about 69 and they're not necessarily as great as i thought they'd be i mean did you think ken that people would be like yeah 69 yeah i did i thought i just expected but you know what there's a good reason why some people weren't as excited about it as i am and i think we're going to find that out during this episode yeah so when i when i started on this journey and decided not to name this episode ode to 69 it's not a celebration of 69 but might be for some of us uh i i took to twitter and on twitter uh, I was like, hey, what do you guys feel about 69? Do you have any questions you need answered? You know, we're going to do advice. I get not a fan. Uh, I hate it. I love the sensations of giving oral and experience pleasure from it. So I prefer to focus my attention on that level of mutual pleasure. I hate how distracting 69 is, and it isn't always mutually effective or even a desirable activity. Someone else said, I hate it. I can't walk and chew gum at the same time. And then someone else said this with little arrows. There were a few people, however, that liked it. One of the comments was, we love the circle of energy exchange and being completely present in our mutual pleasure. Somebody else said, it's not my favorite, but I love how my partner gets so into it. Here's another person that said, I have been lucky to have partners who share my appreciation for it. Okay, so all right, mixed feelings on Twitter, but most of us hate it. Then we go over to Reddit. And there's a couple people that had fun with 69. One was, well, I've only done 69 once, but it was pretty great. Me and my girlfriend at the time, now my ex, went to my old house because I'd recently moved and my parents still own the house. Me and her wanted some alone time. We actually never had penetrative sex. She wanted to save that for marriage. Oral was still on the table, so it eventually got us to try 69. She laid on top of me. I did most of the work. 
She stopped sucking constantly because of me eating her out, and it made me feel pretty proud that I could distract her that much. That's actually going to be kind of a little bit of a common theme in our conversation today. Um, and then, you know, here's another person. I have a hard time because of a mental block. It's really awkward. I'm trying to get my head in the right place. And this one, I can't stand 69. It always induces a discreet eye roll. It's always cis guys who request it. I think it's easier to fit a cock in your mouth in a semi-pleasurable manner than it is to give good oral to a vulva that way. In my experience, both giving and receiving, vulvas prefer an upwards lick. We should do a poll on that. But this is impossible in the 69. The best that can be done in this position is to try and suck the clit like it's a cock rather than licking. But you're right. And I had commented it usually for for me turns into hand sex because I can't get my mouth to reach. Um, so yeah, lots of thoughts. So Ken and I decided that we'd pull in a couple of guests. We've got Dirty Lola and Jim Marcus. They're both not only very proficient in giving, and they play for both teams, so to speak. So they've given all sorts of different ways. They've also done educating on the topic and are very well versed in speaking about sex and giving advice. Now, Dirty Lola is a performer, an edutainer, and sex educator, and the creator and host of the live Q&A variety show and podcast, Sex Ed A Go-Go. During the last six years, she has shared her distinctive brand of kick-ass body and sex positivity and her personal journey into the kink and poly lifestyles on and off the stage. Jim Marcus is the lead singer of the band Go Fight. With his previous band, Die Warsaw, he was one of the first industrial artists. He's a longtime session drummer and percussionist, an artist, a writer, and one of the most original postmodern type designers, and he actually has created over 50 commercially available fonts. He is a frequent contributor to the Good Men Project. So I guarantee you, between these two interviews, you have never thought about 69 from this many angles before. And whether you're on hashtags team 69 or not, you're going to learn something from Jim and Lola's unique perspectives. Between the both of them, like I said, we have every genital configuration covered. We talk about period sex, face sitting, positions for comfort, size differences, the major distractibility factor, even things like what makes a good dominant and a lot more. And for those of you who have sent us questions inquiring how to learn to like 69 better because you really, really want to, but you still find it really, really awkward. They both have some great ideas and answers for you. So what we're going to do is we're going to hear Lola's interview first, and then for the second half of the podcast, we're going to switch over to Jim. But before we dive headfirst into 69ing, hey, Sonny, do you know what time it is? It's big welcome and heartfelt appreciation time to the new members of our Patreon family. I want to give a big welcome and our heartfelt appreciation to the awesome folks that joined our Patreon family this week. Thank you so much, Kathy and Tara. We couldn't do this podcast without your support. You are directly responsible for more enjoyable and thoughtful 69ing throughout the U.S. and the world. And if you're not an American Sex Podcast Patreon member, we'd love for you to be one. Not only does your membership help support this show and enable quality 69ing, you get lots of awesome perks too, like bonus stories from our 
awesome guests, extra episodes, American sex podcast stickers, a personal video greeting, random surprises in the mail, and more. And guess what? You still have time to get in on our November sticker promotion. Any new patron that joins during the month of November will get a handful of American sex podcast stickers sent to them in the mail. And one of you won't just get stickers. I'm going to send along a pleasure product, too. We've got something else cool for you, too. You can win a WeVibe Discover gift box and other goodies valued at $350 from Babeland Toys while helping out American Sex Podcast at the same time, and it won't cost you a dime. Take our Pleasure Podcast listener survey and you've entered to win. You find it at bit.ly slash American Sex Survey. That address will be in our show notes for episode 69 at americansexpodcast.com. Winner will be randomly drawn the last week of December in good luck. By the way, we wanted to give a special shout out today to Lane. Lane had contacted us about uh, an interview that he wanted to do for a term paper that he was writing. If anybody needs help, please give us a shout out. If you want to do an interview with us, we're always happy to help. Lastly, guess what we have now for you? Merch. Everyone's got merch and we had to hop on the merch train. Choo choo, t-shirt, t-shirt. So our American Sex Podcast stickers, those are only available on Patreon. So you can't just buy them. You got to become a member. But did you see that really cute picture of me on Instagram wearing the very first official American Sex Podcast t-shirt? Yeah, they're here. You can get one and you can also get 10% off for the holidays by using the code SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y, at bit.ly slash SUNNY shirts. All right, you ready? Put your thinking caps on, maybe, you know, stand on your head, curl around into a 69 position to really, really, really mentally get there and think critically about the art of 69ing. Again, we've got Lola's conversation first, and then after the break, we're going to talk to Jim. This is our 69th episode of American Sex Podcast. So, yeah, I know. So we're like, hey... We're only 69 once. Let's do a, an ode to 69. So as I've been doing my research, I've been posting on social media, asking people, tell me, you know, how you, your thoughts on 69, how you feel about it. Do you have questions? Do you need advice? Do you have strong feelings? Da, da, da. And I realized calling this episode the ode to 69 is probably not a good idea. Because most people have really <laughs> strong feelings about 69. Like it's either like, I'm not going to use the mushrooms uh, scenario, but Please it's like it's like olives. Either you love oh, them no. or you hate them. Okay, I don't know, but most people have some issues with 69. But then there's this select few that's like best ever. Do not take my 69. Um, so <laughs> Lola, I, I, I didn't know that there was a controversy <laughs> about 69. I thought everybody uh, loved it. I had no idea. But then no. I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, you know what? Balls are so close to the ass that maybe somebody's not washing their junk correctly, and it's in your face, and you're sucking a dick, and then suddenly there's balls. It's not even about that. I love yeah. eating an ass, a clean ass. Like I love an ass. It's this you would think that that would be great. And I will yeah. I like being in that position to like service, but I don't like 69. I just So I've noticed something that Well, wait, I, I have a question though. What? All right. So first of all, if it's like it is it 
that you are being stimulated? Like, what is it that you specifically don't like about 69? Like, do you like to focus your energy on the cock and the balls and you get distracted? First of it's, all, it's the tool of the patriarchy. It's so I want to hear this. It's so that men could get away with being really bad at eating pussy. Because nobody oh. I've ever 69 with in all my 37 years has ever been fucking good at eating pussy in a 69. Because they stop, they're moaning, there's all this shit. And I'm like, you're not even concentrating on no, what I you're agree. doing. Like, yeah, I didn't think about it from that perspective. Total tool of the patriarchy. Because like, I'm good at eating pussy, except in 69. Because right. it's like, where's my fingers going? I'm having to think in revere, you know, like mirror image and like things are not hitting the I'm way I'm trying to move around to, to like get my my puss on your mouth the right way and then if it depends on our height so that's a variable if you're real tall yeah because you're like short i'm short i'm five seven i have a short torso so it's my my like pussy's gonna be on your neck i'm not (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i've got a you know what i didn't think about this i've got so i've got the freaky short jew legs and an incredibly (laughs) long torso oh yeah yeah, because like I'm, I'm like, because all of my cousins and stuff are like six four, six five, and I'm only six feet tall because I've got the short Jew legs, and I have like an incredible. So like my my inseam in my in my jeans is like, like a, a thirty two thir- or a thirty. Thirty or wow. something. Yeah, yeah I'm a like thirty four, or- and I'm only five seven. Yeah, yeah. and I'm six like, feet, so I'm like all torso. All torso. I'm all torso. I'm all, all legs. The time. I'm all legs and boobs. <laughs> That's it. So I've got the Jewish, like I'm Jewish, like I'm I'm a, I'm like a centaur, I'm a Jew tor, I'm like <laughs> Jewish from the waist down. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, We're sc- talking stereotypes. And, and then I'm Scottish from the waist up. <laughs> oh goodness, you're mess. That's what oh. you are. <laughs> so okay. Does that mean my dick is where my intelligence comes from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So all right, sixty nining. Um, I get like. Like when you said it was a tool of the patriarchy, because I I started thinking as I started questioning people, what do you think about 69? It seemed and this is anecdotal. I didn't sit there and, you know, drill down and make a report or anything from all our responses. But it seems like the people who are like, hell yeah, 69 are all cis men, Mm -hmm. hetero cis men. So do you think like... Go, dig in deeper on this tool of the patriarchy thing. I, I mean, mean, do you think it's something actually, bigger? Actually, well, I think you and I need to do some science here at some point. I need to see if your person <laughs> actually does reach my mouth if while with, you're sucking my dick. Without, I just have to, I have to know. Because, like, I think we could take measurements, but then I'm like, okay, but whatever. No, no, no. Up a little we have bit, to what be more hands-on. Yeah. We've got to, yeah. like, do a real thing. So, okay. I feel like why, – why I feel this way, I feel like – 69 is a way for uh, folks with penises to, air quotes, talk somebody into giving them a blowjob without having to be honest about what they want. Because that, that's one layer of it, right? Because, you know, it's kind of like, oh, she, she might not give me a blowjob, but if there's something in it for her, she'll do it. Knowing full well, well they're not going to do a good job while they're down there because of unless you like fit together just right and are able to concentrate and keep doing what you're doing while you receive pleasure you're probably not going to be giving the best head both ways because i know also when i have been in a predicament when somebody has been kind of maybe they hit a spot i stop so i'm also that's frustrating for me because as somebody who likes to suck dick i don't need 69 to entice me like we can do other things we can take turns 
I'm fine. This is part of a pleasure thing for me. So as somebody who enjoys that, it's frustrating because I'm, I feel like all this bumbling that's happening on the other end is distracting me from doing my job. Mm, the way yeah. I want to do it. And, and so there's that too. Cause it's for me, I'm like, I want to give you the best part of it of, of what I know I can give you. And if I'm distracted or I'm, or you keep pulling me backwards cause I'm not meeting your mouth. Well, now I'm too far from your dick and I don't care. Your dick's not that long. Like it's not going to happen. Yeah, when we're yeah. trying to like get into a spot where we can do the things we want to do. It's, it's just not going to work out. And I feel like that's why I say the tool of the patriarchy, because I've dated some douchebags who I feel like instead of saying like, hey, I'd love some head. We're like, yeah, let me like do the 69, but then wouldn't didn't want to eat me out any other way. Yeah. And like we're so against it. But like unless it was 69 and I'm like, what the fuck? I don't get it. Like if you're going to do it this way at least do it right <laughs> you know what though from from my perspective though like i never had a problem just asking for a blow job for me it's sort of like face sitting with a blow job which is how i kind of approach it i, I look at this as a level two or three like thing into play? the relationship like no 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 it's more like you know like a blow job is an appetizer it's the food we eat before we eat the food and i look at 69 as it's like a main event because it combines face sitting with a blow job right see wait i look at it as the exact opposite okay my mind is blown and, and now you know you know what else i'm other. thinking I, w- I really want to go 69 with a trans woman right now okay because like somebody who's the same height as me um but like I, and i'm wondering like we should talk to a trans woman not for you know ambassadorial purposes but just for my personal pleasure Okay. <laughs> like not recording, just like, you know. Well, I would love, like, science. Does it, I would love to know, like, have have y'all talked to two people, like, dicks and dicks doing 69? Like, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I want yeah. to go like, head-to-head like, with a trans woman. Does head-to-head. that work? Head-to-head. head-to-head. I want to know. Like, well, and I guess, okay, also you are a person of skill, right? So I trust that if things aren't fitting together right if you're trying to do 69 you're also not going to keep trying to make it work you're going to go you know what let's switch positions let's do a thing i feel i've been in situations where i'm like this clearly isn't working and they're like no let's like you know and i'm like no this isn't working like what's happening it's it's really interesting that you both bring this up because i look at 69 like i'm not a huge fan for the reasons we all mentioned, like the logistics, the, you know, I find that my 69, if I'm trying to be skilled at it, turns more into hand sex than trying to put my mouth because then I have more, it's more forgiving logistically if I'm using my hands. Yes. Um, But I also have found I have the best 69. And like I said, I don't like to do it very often. Every once in a blue moon, it's nice knowing it's not the main event. It's not going to be the best oral sex I've either ever given or had. But then there's just something kind of naughty and fun about like we're pleasuring each other at the same time. I like that part of it mm-hmm. um, as more of sort of I hate the term foreplay, but more of, you know, the sex before we have the sex, um, you know, as kind of a starting point to kind of get my engines revving. I found that. I have better 69s with people that can communicate and not only like you said for the this isn't working, let's try this, let's try this, but the reassurance that I don't have to be performing at my best because like you, I'm like, 
I could be giving you much better head right now if I was in the right position and my neck wasn't all cricked and you weren't like on top of me suffocating me or vice versa. Yeah. But if I if the person says to me, like, like, let's say I I go slack and I get blissed out because they hit a spot and I'm like, and I'm just laying on their cock, not doing anything. If they're like, that's fine. Like, I've had people tell me it turns me on more when I have gotten you to the point where you can no longer function to give me a blowjob, even though I'm no longer getting the blowjob, I'm really turned on knowing like, ha, I got you. Like, I I totally blissed you out. Yeah. And so then (laughs) knowing that my partner thinks that way, I I don't have the weird like guilt of like, oh my God, are they thinking like, where where the fuck is my blowjob? Why'd you stop? Then I start thinking, what are they thinking? If I know they're like, yeah, this is cool. I don't, that's off my mind and I can enjoy it. Right. And that, so I will say, I am always open with new people to like at least once giving it a go because maybe I'll find like my Cinderella slipper of a, of a, you know, torso and dick combination where (laughs) it'll work out. Cinderella 69. (laughs) Like, I'll find it, you all my prints. Like, you never know. It might happen. I might, I might come across that person. I'm open, but as just a general rule, I'm, I'm, I think I'm more turned off when people are like, that's the only thing that they want to do. Um, Cause I'm Have you run across game. that? Uh, yes, yes, and and that's I'm like sitting here and I'm like, man, I must have I just date a lot of douches because See, to me, <laughs> I don't know that just reeks like high school kid that's never really had much sex that only watches a lot of porn that thinks sixty nine is like not as underrated as it really is. I think like, I end up dating a lot of vanilla people, and so for uh, vanilla folks, that is just like so spicy. Oh my god, do what I do a 69? Like it's so like it's a thing. It's different. It's not missionary. And I'm like, we could do a lot more that's not missionary. Um Right. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's still kind of this like it's it's one of those positions where it's a different kind of position and it's not one everybody wants to do and it's easy. Because, you know, some positions are real, like, you have to stretch first. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I was thinking, though? You're, you're so fun-sized that it might be, like, I'm a fun, fun exercise size. to actually put you on a cock and then just slide you up onto my tongue by grabbing your hips and just pulling you back and forth. So that like, would you, be fun. Like a, like a seesaw. Like a seesaw. Kinda. Well, Could like we a, be like oiled a, up? Yeah, that totally. Would be like amazing. a new room. Like yeah. a new room yes. massage with boobs everywhere and then okay. like down I... on the dick, up on the up on the face, down on the dick, up on I'm the face. I'm up for that. If you were like sliding Yeah, see that's that's totally different. That would be amazing. I would be giggling a lot, but that would be amazing. I don't care. Your mouth would be full of cock while you're giggling. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be amazing. So that's inventive and that's kind of that's fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, Oil me see, up. See, I don't know. For me, too, and it might just be that I'm older and fatter. Like, it's uncomfortable. I don't like to be on the bottom when I'm 69ing, whether it's with someone with a vagina or a cock, just because I feel like I'm suffocating. Can't breathe. Exactly. And I I do not like, I, I have like a phobia about being held down and not being able to, like, I hate that feeling. So I like to be on top, but then it's like I got extra long boobs, so they're like getting caught in somebody else's armpits. I'm used to them getting caught in my own armpits, and now they're in somebody else's <laughs> armpits, and they're, or they're like ones you know between your your leg and your thigh. I don't know what's happening. My boobs are everywhere. Um, my knees hurt. 
I'm having to prop myself up on my elbows. I have elbow arthritis. Like it's uncomfortable. I like laying like sideways so that it's not 69. It's more of an 11. You know? <laughs> We've had to do that before. We're like between sore backs and sore knees. Oh. Like, like, hey, let's do it 11. Yeah. Oh. But see, and I, but I like that. Like I'm a fan of mutual masturbation. Especially yeah, if we can like sit really close next to each other or lay really like and help each other. That to me is so much more enjoyable than the struggle of the 69 and but it was like i said earlier i'm i'm always open like if there's a new person who's like i kind of enjoy this i'd like to try it with you i'm like okay cool but if it doesn't work out like don't get disappointed and like let's switch to something else uh-huh. because i just don't want to like spend the whole night trying to do this thing that's not going to work and i'm you know everybody fits together differently i have a partner right now like I don't know why I had this fantasy of fucking him in a sitting up position. I was on Tumblr late at night and there's a lot of that. <laughs> and, and you fucked him in a sitting up position in black and, and did, white in gift form. Yeah. Like in my mind, <laughs> I was like imagining it being so wonderful. And then just the way we fit together, we were doing it. And he was like, I told you this wasn't good because it's the lotus position. And oh. I was like, first of all, I don't have the leg strength to fuck you like this. <laughs> Yeah. And for a long time, and this is real awkward, and I'm about to get a Charlie horse. Okay, next. Yeah. Because, you, know? yeah. you know, online, you're like, I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you and then try to like, do nope. it. You're like, no. Uh-uh. All so, right. all right. So when we talk about 69, a lot of people automatically assume, like, hetero situation. And when you said it was a tool of a, the patriarchy and that whole, you know, I, I tend to think a lot of, like, like I, for me, it was inexperienced younger guys who got a lot of their sexual know-how from watching porn or whatever. Like, hey, you want a 69? Yeah. Um, but when it comes to, like, vag-vag or penis-penis 69ing, I found a to- I've never ever had someone with vagina be like, "Hey baby, you want 69? It's so hot." Like it never. it's just never. It's not this it's not approached with the same attitude. So, do you have experience with same genital 69ing? I do. And it w- but it wasn't like a- it was kind of this we were moving around the bed and it was like, "Oh, Huh. And it just kind of happened, right? Right. It was like, yeah. well, I've never, I've never done this with an- another vulva. And honestly, it was hilarious because, you know, at least when there's a dick, you can get like some of it in your mouth or you can work with your hands and do things. When it's a vulva, again, different size torsos and heights, it felt very much like, it was like, wait, okay, let me put, what if I put your hips on a pillow? Okay, wait. And then, all right. And then I'm going to do this. And then well, I could flatten the, it was just a lot of like trying to get your mouth and a lot of hovering right over it mm-hmm. and like I, I, I'm almost there and and it was a lot of laughing and and kind of thinking like how ridiculous is this and um <laughs> it worked better when we tried on our sides oh so at 11 11 right yeah it was a little more comfortable but then your like heads are between your thighs and it's 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 like comfortable as long as you're not like squeezing so hard you break somebody's neck um oh yeah because that can be a thing um but yeah, that that ended up working. And even then, I think we only did it for like a little bit. And, and then we like moved on to something else. But it wasn't like this eyebrow waggle, you know, what I like to do kind of thing. I mean, I've literally had people 
people with penises message me on OkCupid and start with, hey, you like 69ing? And I'm like, how old are you? <laughs> yeah, sir. <laughs> sir. Are you 15? Goodness. <laughs> your profile says you're a doctor. Like, what is your problem? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I've noticed like with Volvo, Volvo 69, same sort of thing. It was never, it was just like, we're doing our thing. We're moving around. And it's like, oh, you're in my face. Oh, we're doing okay. And two things I've noticed is one, my Volvo, Volvo 69ing was rarely like mouth to vulva. It was almost all hand sex with a little courtesy licking because you just can't. I, like like you were saying, the logistics of like my face on you, your face on me, and we fit together is like finding Cinderella slipper. Right. And but I've also found, and this is a, kind of a common theme I find with what I call quote girl sex because the the sex I've had with people with vaginas have all been people who identify as women. Is there's just a completely different vibe where I feel that when I have sex with men, I feel a little bit more under pressure to perform. Or maybe it's because like, I know that they don't necessarily completely understand how my body might work like another woman does, where when there's sex with another woman, there's kind of an unwritten knowledge of like, hey, if it takes you 57 minutes to come, that's cool. I gotcha. And it's like, there's no pressure of like, oh my God, are they wondering what I'm going to blah, blah, blah. So it was like, if I stopped the licky licky because I got blissed out or I stopped the hand stuff, I didn't feel like, are they wondering what I'm doing? I just went with it because to me, girl sex just has that vibe. Right. You know? So, yeah. 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 Might I make a suggestion here? At some point, I think that either of you, the next time you are 69ing with a person that has a penis, make that person make you come first in the 69 position before you even touch the cop. I have a problem. What? Uh, I've discovered that I cannot have an orgasm in that position when I'm on top in like a doggy style. It's very difficult for me. Really? Yeah. I don't know if it's it's because I, I am so used to coming like on my back just from masturbating that I've conditioned myself or I've tried to come standing up before like in the shower and I get almost like I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. Like, mm. I don't know what, like, I don't know if it's the blood flow or the position I'm in. Like, it's very hard to achieve orgasm. And then when I do, it's like someone smacked me in the head with the two by four. Like, it's horrible. It is. Ho- I, I was like, oh, yes, yes. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to pass out. I'm going to hit the porcelain. And I'm going, you're going to find me here with my hand in my vag dead. Like, that, I don't know. I, want. I don't want you to die of cancer, honey. <laughs> yeah. I want, that's how I want to find Shower you masturbation. <laughs> I would much me. rather do that. Yes. Than like a long drawn out cancer or like some sort of weird disease. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I also find though that it takes me Even so. Even better auto asphyxiation. Like if no. you could choke yourself out. No. no I don't I... want to go like David Carradine. <laughs> oh, no. 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 no but right, what I find. Hutchinson. What I find. Uh, difficult is it takes me a long time to come anyway and sometimes oftentimes in partner sex I can't and it's just the way my body is and so anything that focuses on me having to orgasm puts more pressure on me like it's just not hot for me at all if it's like or, or like the guys who are like 
I really like to eat pussy. I love to eat pussy. I'm going to give you 36 orgasms. I just could go down on you for hours. You don't even have to go down on me. I love to eat pussy. Let me eat your pussy. Let me eat your pussy. I'm like, oh, get the fuck away from me. (laughs) I mean, I love getting my pussy eaten. But if you're that guy, I don't even want to be in the same hemisphere as you. Right. Well, also, I'm like, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. I don't. I'm tired after one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Really? I hate to say it, like marathon sex isn't like a I like proof mar- of your virility. It no. is. You know what? It's like fucking go to your corners and take a nap. I need a break. And like, I like to stop and have some tea, listen to some Sade, right? have yeah. like some strawberries or something, maybe chat and have that chat lead to like another round or moving or just like my not come and keep doing stuff and then getting there. That's my kind of, I like the all day. Yeah. Like, think, but I'm probably not going to have a lot of, of orgasms. Y'all have a yeah. cat? I was, I had the cat was on my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was adorable. I'm like, I just, like, meow. <laughs> I agree. I like yeah. Sade. <laughs> so, for people who, because, okay, a lot of people have written in with different, opinions about 69 right and there's a there's there is a consensus that the logistics are a problem that there's a lot of problems but there's still people are like even though i have these problems with 69 i want to learn to get better at it or i want to learn to like it more i want to learn to make it work why i know (laughs) because it's like a blow job with with something extra that's why it's so, a low job with something extra. And like, okay. to be honest, I have never once in my life before this conversation thought about it being a tool of the patriarchy. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking I mean, about my own selfish dick needs that like, you know, 69s are awesome. You know, cis hetero dude. Like I, you know, I like having somebody on my cock and I like having a puss in my face. But granted, I don't think, you know, maybe three people in my life have I given an orgasm in the 69 position. And that's just, you know. That person came really easy. Right. And it was, yeah. I was just that sexy, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and also like tongue, it's tongue in cheek, but also true. I mean, I know that I'm sure there are people out there listening and they're like, I, this works for us. And I'm like, if it works for you, I am so happy for you. I am it, so it's like happy mutual, for you. It's like mutual orgasm. Right. Like, it's great if it happens for you, but it's not going to happen for everybody. Yeah. It's not going to happen for everybody. And I think it's important, like what Sonny was saying, that that could feel like a very pressureful thing. I don't think I've ever had anybody come to completion during a 69, even if I was like focusing. Because I just yeah. think it's so much like I'm a big girl. And even if you're a big guy and I'm on you, like I got to be pressing on your spleen or some shit like you know, it's. I'm yeah. going to come all over your face as soon as I get that new oil on me, and I'm going to slide you back <laughs> and forth, different. and I'm going to jackhammer myself with your little body. I'm sorry, I'm going but to. But that's different. I don't think that's even a real 69. That's like slip and sl- slip. No, and it's slide. absolutely a 69 because I'm a six, you're nine. a nine. Yeah, yeah, but you're moving me back and forth, and like it's like special delivery mouth, and you're going to like <laughs> exactly, and I'm going to go, and then you're going to pull me back, and like that's different. And I put you it's back more on of a and pull you back. We can call you the. Yeah. the it's a seesaw. seesaw. It's like the scene from yeah. Bow Rat where like the one guy is in the chair and they have the <gasps> giant rubber band. And you're oh, like, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna pale her pussy on my tongue by like just. Like, I'm gonna hold. It. You're gonna. I'm gonna show up somewhere with a like a kiddie pool and some new. 
And I'm like, hey, can I just sit in the corner and watch? Yeah, <laughs> you know what? And I haven't yes. complained at all since I've had this giant ass wizard beard. So that's like another oh, level yeah. to it. I'm finding there's so oh. many things that I wasn't able to do before now that I have this. Like I've got to eat food completely differently now we that I have a beard that up. hangs below my nipples. Yeah. 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 But we'll, I'll give you a protective hairstyle, you know, <laughs> and yeah. I'll braid it up and like we'll pin it off to the side. I'm a black girl. I know what to do with hair. Um, I can like make it so nice. So get the nice, <laughs> nice. So, okay. If, if a person were to come to you saying, I know all this stuff about 69 and I find it difficult. I'm with a partner who's not my Cinderella slipper 69 partner. Right. And I, I want to make it better. What are like three things you can think of to suggest to people to make their 69ing better, better. Try the 11. Like, which <laughs> yeah. is the side by side, head between like, because that's its own kind of sexiness. It's also, it makes it a little bit easier than being on top of one another. It might, you can curve in to each other more mm-hmm. um, when you're in that position. So you can make it a little easier for someone to reach your genitals. I love sex furniture. Um, yeah. Like a good, like the big liberator wedge though. The little ones might help, but like the ones that are like the incline. Like the huge ones or or even like they have different furniture combos that are more like curved. I feel like those things will make it easier because it's again, it's moving your body in a way that might be hard for you to hold. Because that's another thing. Like you might be able to lift your hips, but if you're trying to like concentrate on giving somebody pleasure and you're lifting your hips and you're doing all this stuff, that starts to like become cumbersome. Mm -hmm. So any kind of sex furniture, pillow under the hips, anything like that might help to kind of angle, make your angles better. Um, and I guess the third is to have a really good sense of humor and not be upset if somebody starts giggling or or if it's just not working out. Um, because, like, it may just be a thing where it's not going to work out the way you, you know, the way it does on Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I would say, like, I, I would add to that. My one thing is, like, and the one thing that made 69 better for me is to communicate with your partner in a way that takes the pressure off. Like, hey, I'm not expecting you to be on your A-game blowjob right now. Like, right. or if you do find it hot, like, if you stop blowing completely because I'm doing such a good job, I actually find that hot. So don't feel self-conscious if you completely stop. Like if you can tell your partner that to me, that makes all the difference in the world. Cause then I'm not so self-conscious. I'm like, am I performing? Okay. Do they think mm-hmm. I'm the worst blowdropper in the world now? And you know, I might add a physiology hack here. If you have a size difference in partners, if the person with a penis is the taller of the two, have that person stretch their legs all the way flat like they have to be mm. as completely supine as they can be so that oh my god no no just keep talking <laughs> our cat just it's, our cat just came in with a sock she brings us socks like they're dead mice and she's like great, oh, I caught it's you so a sock. cute that we're talking yeah. about pussies and she's like meow meow i know right that's adorable Here, let me see your mama okay so anyways if you if you are the partner and you have, if you're the partner with a penis and there's a size difference between you and your partner you're 69ing with, if you stretch out as far as you can, the penis will extend up more, giving that person more length. However, if it's the other way around, if the partner without the penis is the taller person, do what you do with prostate play or a squatty potty and bring the knees up towards the chest mm. because that's going to take the root of the penis into the body more and it's actually going to decrease the size of the penis 
overall so that you can meet that person on a more equal basis. Ooh. I like it. You're good, Ken. The root of the piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. All right. So uh, as as our, our closing, any other thing about 69? And then tell us about you and where people can find you. Okay. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, about 60, I don't know. I just... If face sitting is your jam, just have somebody sit on your face and then later they can suck your dick. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Or I want to sit on your face and watch you jerk off. Hmm. (gasps) Yeah. Because it's like, okay, now I'm getting into a whole conversation because I'm like, if I'm sitting on someone's face, if I'm actually doing face sitting, I'm in a dominant position. No way am I sucking your dick. I might lick it. Yeah. Tease it. Like tease it. But I'm I'm not going to go to town. Right. Because you're, you're here for me. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. People people can find me on Twitter at Dirty Lola. Um, and also on my website, sexatagogo.com. Yay. Thank Hashtag you. pussy posse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I think you are the first person we've had on twice, I think. You are. Yeah. I'm honored. Yay. Yay. Double Lola. All right. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Hey, did you know American Sex Podcast has a Patreon page? Becoming a Patreon member is a great way to show your support for this podcast. It works kind of like, I don't know, funding for national public radio or how PBS works. If you appreciate our work, and the fact that we provide it to the world free of charge, then you can help support it. And as a member of our Patreon family, you'll be eligible for nifty, cool rewards like bonus episodes, surprises in the mail, and more. Oh, and you'll get all of our episodes early, bonus stories from guests, and access to our private Patreon feed. So you thinking about it? You want to know more? Check out all the details at patreon.com slash American Sex. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash American Sex. On the line, we have... No, wait, I'm super excited today. Oh, you Normally are super excited you. today. <laughs> I see, okay, I'm I'll never let super, you be super excited. I'm never super excited, but I am today because we're talking with the gentleman who helped us think up the name American Sex for our podcast. Yes. He's a rock star. Cool. He's a fucksaw aficionado. He huh. is a renaissance man, an artist of all calibers, Mr. Jim Marcus. Ooh. Well, thank you. That's a really nice intro. Thank yeah. You Look at That's you. Awesome. Ken's well, I'm, so I'm, excited. I'm actually genuinely excited. I like don't get excited about anything these days, but Jim, I'm excited yeah. about. Yeah. So, yeah, oh. for, for the audience that doesn't know, we go way back in, on multiple fronts. We have matching tattoos with Jim. We do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Here is the origin story of this episode. Jim, it's our 69th episode. And I, I was yes. like, oh, bright idea. Let's have, you know, because we're 12 years old inside of our brain. We're like 69. <laughs> um, we're sex podcasts. Got to talk about 69. And I thought it was going to be like this tribute to the 69 until I started talking to people. And granted, there are some people that love the hell out of 69, but right. I've been finding more people that are like, I fucking hate it. So are you on Team 69 right. or are you not on Team 69? I, I, I like it a lot. I, I think it's it's really amazing. I understand wanting to focus on someone, 
Right. And, you know, and, like, enjoying that being able to just sit there and focus on someone. Like, I really enjoy, like, going down on someone while they're reading a book. Really? You know. Reading out loud? well, no, just 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 the idea that like I'm, it's it's like it's kind of like giving someone a massage. It's really great when they can focus on it, and you you can focus on their pleasure and everything like that. But um, I, I think that's why some people don't like sixty nine because you can't really focus on the other person as much. You know? Uh, yeah, and that's what we're getting a lot. Like I can't focus, I can't concentrate. But you like yeah. this. But but I, I I like both ways. I mean, it's really fun to be able to go down on someone when you have total focus and they can just relax and enjoy it, and it can go on forever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, sixty nine is, is is a lot of fun. It tends not to last quite as long because it tends to there tends to be a um, like a it tends to end, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely uh, <laughs> climaxes, you know, at a certain point, and it's totally it is really different with men and with women. Um, yeah. I think. Okay. For the that, most part. That's what I want. That's what I want to talk to you about because. I have found when I've been talking with other women, our other guests, we have two guests on this episode, our other guest, Dirty Lola, said the the 69 for cis men is totally a tool of the patriarchy and it's a way for them to go to get you to go down on them without them having to be good at going down on you. And I've noticed a lot of like, you know, when we're teenagers, the, the dudes give you the waggly eyebrows and like, hey, babe, let's 69. Like, it's the hottest thing ever. And you're like, shut the hell up. And I I know when I 69 with with other women, it's a completely different vibe. So what different vibes do you get with different, you know, people of different genders, people with different genitals, etc.? Well, I think that, you know, with women, it's like, first of all, you're always trying to encourage people to, like, just sit on you, right? Just please just sit on you, you know, and I think that a lot of women are just so concerned of that they're going to suffocate someone or something like that. Or but, you're uh, looking straight up my butthole, which is a little yeah, yeah. Which is you know, which is I, if you're you know if you're if you really enjoy someone's company, that's a fantastic um, place to be, you know. And no, honestly, I can breathe later. I don't have a problem with, um, <laughs> you know, I, I can breathe anytime. I'm breathing right now, you know. Uh, so if, if someone wants to sit on my face as hard as they can and, you know, that's really wonderful. It's really fantastic. And if I'm 69ing with a woman, I really prefer that position where she's just on my face, pressing down as hard as possible mm-hmm. and making it like very hard for me to breathe because then I can get really focused and I can really in there and it's really fun. Um, I feel like it's a little more like, um, technique oriented with men. Okay. And I'm with men. Like, I have to use my hands a little more. And, you know, men are so, uh, are, are so oh, all over the place. I, you know, like, men are so all over the place. Some men require uh, a manual assistance to actually orgasm. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to use your hands. They're so used to that. And a lot of men, they grow up, they masturbate that way. So you have to do that. And like, I feel like with men, it works so much better side by, like, side by side. The 11 is what we call it. You know, where you're, you're laying, you're both laying on your sides and you're, you know, you're going down on each other that way and everything. And it's wonderful and it can last forever, you know, but you have to be able to get your hands in there and you have to be able to, you know, play around with it that way. And, and when it comes right down to it, it's weird because I feel like, um, when it's gay men, uh, it's, it's, it's a very comfortable kind of relaxing thing. It doesn't ever last for too long because at the end of the day, it's like, I don't think a lot of men can handle oral sex for too long without coming. You know, yeah. Um, with women, it's it's interesting too because, like, I've noticed that women can have um, most women I've been with can have a certain number of clitoral orgasms before they need to like revert to a G spot orgasm or something like that. They're not going to be able to have clitoral orgasms all night long. Mm-hmm. 
You know, they have to have a different, like, they have to have, like, an internal orgasm again before they can maybe have a few more externally. So that's not going to go on forever either. Right. You know, but it is just, a, I think it's a really wonderful, fun way to kind of, like, get completely immersed in someone. Do you find, though, like, you're, you're Team 69, you like it. Do you find do. that your partners are all like cool team 69 like maybe your enthusiasm makes it like okay the things i don't like about 69 with jim aren't so bad he makes it fun or do you find some partners are like i hope so (laughs) (laughs) um i guess i gotta admit like you meet unfortunately too many women who are just afraid that like they don't smell right down there and they're like and and so what they don't want to do is is they're okay with you going down on them maybe but they don't want to like sit on your face yeah you know, um, and I keep trying to tell them, like, speaking for every man in the world, just sit in my face, you know, um, it's totally <laughs> okay. And I feel like I can, I can speak for like, uh, like so many men, virtually every man out there is like, yeah, you know, we like the way you smell and you're not supposed to smell like nothing. Yeah. Or flowers. We're not supposed to smell like flowers yeah. either. What's the saying? If I mean, it smells a- like fish, eat all you wish. If it smells like cologne, leave it alone. Yeah, you're not you're not supposed to smell like like flowers or nothing. You're supposed to smell like sex, <laughs> you know. I guess, and I think that's the thing that really turns people on. You know, for me, it's like I can get turned on immediately. I can I I can get hard immediately from sixty nine with someone. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it's just a great it's a great immersion. I don't know. I I meet some people who don't, and those are always people who someone along the way told them that they don't smell right or taste right or. Something like that. Yeah, which is like all the Summer's Eve commercials and, you know, the yeah, kids teasing yeah. you at school and pretty much all of society. I so. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then people being grossed out by menstruation and stuff like that. And the truth is, you know, a lot of women, like, uh, their menstrual cycles aren't completely, you know, on or off. Right. Right. You know, there's some... Along the way, there's some, well, I'm not quite sure what's going on right now. Exactly. Yeah, like, oops, surprise, yeah. it's so, back. So, Sonny, I have a question for you, then, because we haven't talked at all on any of the stuff that we've done with this so far about menstruation in 69. I fucking love it. Like, give me red wings, get it all over my face, my beard, turn me into a ginger. During 69? Absolutely, awesome. yes. See, okay, I'm Like, I'm right now, weird... my beard is so long and gray, I look like Santa. I would look like Yukon Cornelius again <laughs> if we were doing red wings. <laughs> I'm a weird anomaly because I know for a lot of people who have periods, having sex relieves your cramps. It does make your period like you shed your lining a little bit faster with the uterine contractions and whatnot. Yeah. For me, however, my everything hurts. Yeah, you don't like it. It hurts. Like yeah. my yeah. the walls of my vagina feel sore. Um, I will occasionally sometimes like give like take a toy and give myself a clit orgasm if my cramps are really bad just to kind of like shed you know all the stuff in there quicker but it's more utilitarian it's more just like get this period out of me not like i want to have fun yeah it's it kind of hurts well actually that's kind of like me and kidney stone this is like old age people sex like now that i'm 50 it's like sometimes i jack off to get rid of the kidney stones oh i'm sad i hate to i hate to hear about you guys in pain that's horrible Only consensual pain, please. <laughs> I feel like one of the things that, that I mean, I, I, I love, you know, obviously, I love oral sex during menstruation. I think it's a really great way to feel close to someone, too. And um, it's never not been fun for me. You know, it's always fun. But what, what I think is interesting, too, is that if you're going to try and encourage someone to feel comfortable um, squirting, they have to feel comfortable with their um, their body products. Because halfway to squirting, you feel like you're going to pee. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? And and so in order to feel, make people feel comfortable squirting, they have to feel like it's okay if I pee. It's okay if I'm menstruating. It's okay, you know, if I'm on your face for an hour. You know, that's going to be, you know, that's the only way for them to feel like it's comfortable and okay for them to squirt. Yeah. So I have a question for you. For, you know, knowing that there are many people in the world, and my, you know, very unofficial, unscientific uh, survey of people just talking on social media over the last week or so, a lot of people can't stand 69, and I've noticed a lot of those people are cis women. And the common things I keep hearing is, you know, A, I can't concentrate. B, I don't yeah. feel comfortable someone staring straight into my colon, or, you know, I feel uncomfortable yeah. sitting on somebody's face. I know for me, I felt very self-conscious during 69 because I could, I, I take pride in my blowjobbery skills, and I knew I wasn't Indeed. bringing my A game because I was distracted. So to me, that was like, are they yeah. wondering if I'm not doing a good job? So for me, a partner that reassures me, oh, I, you don't have to be doing a good job. If you're distracted, I take it as a compliment. That means I'm doing a good. You, know, you could just lay there with your face on my genitals, drooling, making a funny noise, speaking in tongues, and I'm happy as can be. Then that gave Tyler, me the yeah. permission to be like, oh, I don't have to be on my A game. Cool. So that's my advice to make blowjobs yeah. easier for people. What would your advice be for people who don't like uh, 69? But they want to get better because a lot of people are like, I want to learn to like it, but I don't know how. Well, well you, I gotta, you know, it's it's weird for anyone, whether they're uh, a cis female or a trans female or a man or whatever, uh, concerned about their blowjob skills. I I have to tell you, I really I think as long as you're being enthusiastic about it, like I'm all for it. I, I think it's amazing. If it's a big, wet, sloppy mess, that's great. I I, I it's really hard for me. To uh, I, I think I've had very few blowjobs that I would think, oh, I would, I'd give that one back. Um, <laughs> we, call, we call that a blah job. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've had very few. If someone's enthusiastic and and there's you know it's wet all over the place, I'm it's all it's all good. So uh, and again, I'm I'm totally with you. It's like if someone wants to sit on my face and you know just hang out down there and just make it a little bit wet and hold on with their hands, even that's fine too. Um, and and I get I get this because I. I, I'm really proud of my cunnilingus game, you know, right. and I would, I, I love being able to, I love finding people who are able to come over and over again and just spend time doing that. And I said before, you know, I really like giving people, um, like treating it like a massage. Like mm -hmm. if someone's going to watch, you know, like one of my favorite things is, is what's your favorite movie? Watch your, watch your favorite movie and I'm going to go down on you, Aww. you know? And it's just, it's fun because you, you know, if someone can get off a few times watching their favorite movie, maybe it's even more their favorite movie now. Um, but I, I so I kind of get that. But a 69 is, is meant for something totally different than exploring your perfect A game. Right. You know, it's really meant for kind of like, like the best experiences I've had have been slobbering animals like messes where people just don't care anymore. You know, like you get to the place in, in sex when you're with someone that you truly, you know, you know, the kind of people that you just want to lick their armpits. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, 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 the person you just want to, you're like, oh, I want to put their toes in my mouth. I want to sit there and shove my tongue up their ass all day long. You know, it's like the people that you just want to be around and connected to and close to. That's what 69 is really for. Those people where you, you're basically as close to them as you can humanly get. You know, and you've got your hands all over them and your mouth all over them and their hands and mouth are all over you. And 
that's I think that's what that's for. It's not meant to be an organized method of getting someone off. I like that. That's a much better way to think about it. Yeah, I really yeah. like that. So now what about pure logistics? You know, people have the different genital placements, they're different sizes, they're different heights. I'm sure, you know, as all of us have had, we find, what do we call it? Our Cinderella slipper 69 partner that just fits perfectly. Yeah. And then there's the one that's like, you're trying to shove your size 12 foot into a size six slipper and it's just not working. So (laughs) (laughs) do you have any advice for that issue? Like if you had a really, really short partner, for example. I've never seen height matter that much. You know, mm-hmm. your your mouth might be in a slightly different place or it might be like you might be bending a slightly different. I've never seen height matter that much, you know, um, especially with with guys where it doesn't seem like it's it. Ne- it doesn't ever seem like it ever matters with two guys. Um, uh, height doesn't seem to, to, to matter at all. Um, I feel like if it's sloppy enough, it doesn't matter what height someone is. You know, and I'm encouraging it to be. I want it to be sloppy. That's the whole point of it. I just want it to be a big animal sloppy mess. So don't strive for perfection because you will fail every time. Yeah, totally. And that's not what that's for. I feel like there's there's all these situations where porn has sort of led us astray. And I feel like this is one of those situations where you've got all these like pristine, pretty people, you know, engaging in very like, um, you know, aesthetic sex where it's not too messy and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that's just not how it looks. I mean, it's there's spit everywhere. There's, you know. And it's supposed to be that way. It's really fun. And you're grunting kind of. And Yeah. Do you find, you know, because I, like I said, I noticed as I was coming of age and dating in high school and college, it seemed to be the, the cis men that had just started experimenting with their sex life that maybe got a lot of their sexual experience and learning from looking at porn would like, yeah. you know, give me the elbow and the waggly eyebrows, like, let's go 69. Like, it's the kinkiest, hottest, best thing out there. Did mm. you find when you were younger, you had different perceptions about 69? And, and if so, how did they change as you got older? You know, I don't know. I think that when I was younger, I was, I was kind of submissive when I was very young, mm-hmm. first playing around. So to me, it was I was doing a lot of going down on people, men and women both. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, people generally people who were a little older than me, generally it was you know that was how I really enjoyed um, sex. So it, I never really that was really wasn't a part of it. To be absolutely honest, uh, when you're when you're kind of submissive, sometimes it seems like sex is had at you. Mm. You know, and that's okay. kind of what I, I think I enjoyed when I was submissive. Now as I get older and now that I'm, I'm, I'm not even a switch anymore, I'm just full on dominant, you know. And I feel like now it's my job to make people, now it's my job to make people orgasm. You know, as, as a dominant, that's my job. My job is to find out everything that you like and to make sure that you get it without asking for it. Mm. Right? You know, and so... Generally, if someone really, if that's the, what they like, that's great. But it's usually never that, um, like, uh, egalitarian. Usually the people that I will meet now are a little more submissive, and what they're looking for is a little more focus on them. I like that. I wish you know, whoever's listening out there who's one of those, like, young doms, take note. Like, those young men, like, I'm a master dominant, and I'm 22 years old. Take note. Oh. Of that. Well, <laughs> and a lot of other well, stuff, too. <laughs> well, I, I honestly think that one of the reasons why safety is so important, I think that why um, things like consent and hygiene and safety is so important when you're a dom, is your job 
is to make a scene that this person's going to masturbate to later. Ooh. Right? And so because of that, there can't be any there can't be any like glitches. There can't be anything they feel weird about or things like that. They even have to feel good about the aftercare, you know? They have to feel good about the fact that they can call you up two days later and if they want to talk, that's still aftercare. Yeah. You know? And and that that to me it's like that's what being a dominant is really about. It's about you're making this little universe, but you're not making it temporarily. You're making it so that that can go in that person's spank bank for the rest of their life. You know, I never use that word. Spank bank. <laughs> we look what we bring out of you. Spank bank. Yeah. You're, you're, and you're putting it in their little, you know, for the rest of their life. So, I mean, 69 is, it's, it's not like a, the super exciting thing that everybody fantasizes about, you know, yeah. but sometimes to me, it's like what it's good for is like your partner comes home at the end of the day and, you know, you're just rolling around the bed and you're just like, oh my God, you smell really good. And I just want to be close to you. And I've just been wearing these clothes all day. And why don't you come over here? And before you know it, someone's sitting on someone's face and then someone's hands are all over you. And that's what it's for. It's not really, I don't think it's really part of a scene. I don't think it's really part of a, um, uh, like a big, this is the kinkiest, coolest thing. It's just, I need you all over me right now. Oh, I like that. That's awesome. That's a very interesting... And this is one of the many, many reasons I love Jim, is that he can take Aww. stuff that we already know and reframe it and repackage it in a way that can improve technique, improve ability, and improve enjoyment. Yeah. And that's kind of what you do with everything, mm. believe it or not. I think that you are a very oh, good you. filter for getting what people like, whether it's music, whether it's the font that you're designing, whether it is a sexual uh, like event between two people or a sexual themed party. Like, and you throw the, the best parties. That's one of the things, one of the many, many things that we love about you, Jim. Well, you guys do good work here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. you for being on the show today. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit more about where we can find you on the internet? Um, you know, uh, I, I want to be really. Um, uh, I want to promote uh, Bandcamp as a musician. Oh as yeah, a, as a as a place to go because I think that they're just a wonderful tool for musicians, you know. And so, just knowing that um, if you go, my band is Go Fight. If you you know search for us on Bandcamp or uh, go to uh, Bandcamp.com/slash/GoFight uh, or even uh, PulseBlack.net goes right there too. I love that tool. I think it's one of the greatest tools for. For artists who um, who aren't giant artists, they're just you know people, and they do such a great job. So I, I did want to promote that. Awesome, but, uh, yeah, you know, they're wonderful. Um, and we'll have that in our show notes. But this is a great topic, and I appreciate this. And it's it's weird because I haven't thought about this um, that much. Uh, just did it uh, yesterday, but haven't thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's funny. I gotta say because. As I said, I was like, oh, 69th episode, what should we do? Let's ode to 69. Everybody is like a tribute to the sex act. And then as people started coming to me like, oh, oh, no, I am not a fan of 69. And I started realizing like, you know what? I'm actually not totally either. I am in certain circumstances. And I think you framed it really well as to what you know that it's not supposed to be perfect but in a lot yeah. of circumstances i'm not a fan either so i think our jobs are to not like go 69 sucks let's put it on a shelf sucks that's a pun uh ah. but to reframe it as like it's just fun ooey goodness that doesn't have to be perfect and overthinking it kind of kills the mood it's the cupcake of the sex world it is 
Maybe yeah. yeah, maybe we'll, we'll be the cupcake. I, I, you know, I, just from what you had said before, though, I love the fact that the people who dislike it don't dislike it because they're like, oh no, I don't want someone sitting in my face, or I don't want to go down on someone. They dislike it because they want to focus on their partner's pleasure more. Oh, yeah, you know? I, I like that idea that that there's people that mo- most people are, you know, like I, I feel like we're this part in history right now where people are really enjoying their partner's pleasure a lot. Yeah, you know. And just being able to focus on it. And, and they're starting to feel good at it. You know, like, I, I know, I remember the, the very first time I was able to, uh, to say to someone, I'm going to make you come 20 times, and I did it. And she owed me a date. That was the whole idea. You owed me a date if I can make you, you know. And <laughs> being able to kind of go in and do that. You know, because someone should give you a date at that point, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's just really exciting being able to, like, find the thing that makes someone tick, you know, and to kind of work it and to make it happen. I love the fact that... That it's not about people who don't like it. They they're not. Oh, I don't want to. T- you know, I don't want to put you in my mouth, or I don't want whatever. They right. just want to focus. On yeah, their partner. it's because they want to be even better, and they feel like they can't be, which is very, I don't know, commendable. Oh, yeah, it's it, okay. It, Everyone trying to sixty nine, you're awesome. Yeah, you I know, even if you even if you give up a little bit, and because you're so focused on your partner, and that's totally okay too. Yeah. Well, thank you. This has been really, I don't know if enlightening is the right word. Yeah, it has been enlightening. Yeah, it's been enlightening. Um, and I just want to. Yeah, it has been. I want to remind all our listeners everything that we talked about, all of Jim's information, all of Dirty Lola's information, we will have in the show notes at americansexpodcast.com. And I actually have some homework for our listeners. Now that you have had an entire hour of reframing 69 from different points of view, your homework is to go 69 this week. And then come on over to our subreddit, which is just r slash American Sex Podcast on Reddit, and tell us if reframing the way you think about 69 actually changed the way it happened in action. We're curious to know. That sounds awesome. Do your homework, kids. Do your homework. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Jim. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to American Sex. To keep up with Ken and I, we'll first make sure you watch our TV show, Sex with Sunny Megatron, on Showtime. Then visit SunnyMegatron.com. There you can learn more about us, read our blog, peruse our workshop calendar, or hire us. For what? Well, either for private coaching, or to book us to teach at your event or university, or as sex and relationship writers for your publication. Oh, and don't forget, we're on social media, too. I'm the super social one, so you can find me as Sunny Megatron on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, my YouTube channel, and a bunch of other places. But if you want to get me on Snapchat, you got to look for Sunny underscore Megatron, and you can follow Ken on Twitter at at tag PsyChicken. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-K-E-N. Also, please support us by shopping with the affiliates and sponsors from our breaks. And if you contribute to our Patreon, we're going to love you forever. Well, we're going to love you forever anyway, but just go with it. Lastly, if you like this broadcast, tell people about it. Tweet it, Facebook status it, and rate it on iTunes and other platforms. Thanks, friends. We'll see you next week on American Sex.